Nice. That's a good look for you. Yeah. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Watercooler, episode number 153. Today's topic is essentials for your WordPress website. You know, sometimes you just come up with a topic idea, and and you know, we'll see what we'll see how it goes, right? Don't ask anybody; you just do it. Yeah. So let's go in alphabetical order, real quick. Corey, tell us about yourself. Hey, I'm Corey Ashton, and um, I am uh, doing WordPress cool websites down in San Antonio, Texas, where it is cool because we are now at 89 degrees. Woohoo! You're so cool, cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah, That's about, about it. you. Hi, I'm Sarah Weefald. I'm the production manager at Zeek Interactive, and I facilitate the OC WordPress design meetup first Monday of every month. That awesome. is not today. Nope. Nope. Oh, I think it's my turn. What about you, Say? S-A-S-E. Hi, I'm Say. Hi. Um, Say Reed, and I do stuff with WordPress, make WordPress, teach WordPress, love WordPress. At Say Read Media on all the things, reach out. Do you press WordPress? I press WordPress. Reach out and and let's let's connect. Is that any hair color for you, say? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is that new hair color for you? Face. This is this is it. Is that new face for you, Jason? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> What's up, Steve? Tell us about yourself. I am Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. If um, I were to get my hairstyle, just for the record, it would probably not be exactly the same as. You should get a Suzanne. <laughs> Yeah. All right, sorry, Jason, who are you again? I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me, Jason Tucker, on Twitter, and I blog over at wpmedia.pro and jasontucker.us. Sue, what I wanted to talk about today when I um, hastily came up with this idea is just some of the stuff that people skip when they're setting up their WordPress website. When they're, they're just starting off, they don't know what they're doing, they just installed it, they just went to one of their favorite $5 web hosting places and installed something, and they were like, okay, Here's my website. I'm going to talk about my cat's blog. Now what? This what is a blog some... about someone's cat's blog. All right. It is. <laughs> it's a commentary <laughs> website. It's commentary. It's, it's called. I'm going to curate. I'm going to curate other cat blogs. That's what I'm going to do. That sounds like That's a money idea. idea. <laughs> like actually, huh? You heard it here first. Go steal it you right now. You can call it. You know, you can call it. Catblog.org. It's cat meta. You can call it the. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, a family show. Just use your imaginations as to what, what I might have said there. It starts with a P and ends with an C. Uh, ah, all right. We're, we're not even two minutes into this thing, say. Come oh, on, man. Now. Jeez. Look, I'm okay. not the one talking about filming cats, okay? So, what, so what, are some, what are some of the things that you would start out with? You know, Steve's already left. Good, it's over. All right. He's so done. getting a good WordPress theme, that's probably one of them. And getting one that's made by a reputable developer. That a developer of good repute. Here's a question. Who are we talking about? Are we talking about the newbie noobs? Are the we talking about like developers I, for I, setting up sites for their clients? Yeah, are we the talking person, about DIY? The person, yeah, the person just just went and rescued a cat from a cat shelter, and now they're trying to you know, build their website about the cat and the many cats that are on the Internet. Um, well, I think that the first thing that they should do is... Um, is, is not install some fancy theme from some reputable web developer, actually. That would be my thing. The first thing they should do is learn how to use this thing we call the WordPress. But that might be taking it too far back. How far back do we want to take it? No, I think I think that's good. So, um, what, looking over at the repo or maybe some website that has some good information on how to use WordPress? 
Uh, yeah, well, there's two things about that. First of all, I think that learning how to use WordPress as is without uh, a bunch of the bells and whistles that a lot of themes add on is really important so that when you change themes or as you grow, you understand the base of what you're dealing with. Um, but also that the theme repository has a lot of really pretty great, decent-looking themes, nice-looking themes even, that are a lot simpler than you know, all of the stuff that's in a lot of the premium theme marketplaces. So I actually think going after a premium theme um, right off the bat can be really damaging uh, because it confuses people, it uh, makes people think that WordPress is really complicated, and then they're also locked into a system that they can't easily change out of. So I think there's a lot of reasons to start simple with your, uh, with your WordPress theme specifically. I think that's good. I would say don't even install a theme. Just start with 2015. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, start with the default theme in there. I actually really don't like 2015. I think it's, like, obnoxiously laid out. Um, but I love 20... I love... So I face. still use... I know, but it's what's there. Um, and just like with 2015, <laughs> it's what's there. You know, they don't even put 2012 in the default install anymore, which is a bummer. So you actually have to go look for it. But I think 2012 is the best one to learn on because it's the most um, basic website-y like, layout. Yeah. And it's super plain and simple. So if you're going to um, get started, you know, I always tell all of my clients that content is the hardest part of any website. And um, the first thing that you should really do is develop your content. Well, form does follow function, from what I understand. That, yeah? was, that was deep. I know. <laughs> I know. So what about what about I'm something like think 20, about that for a second. what about something like 2016 that just that just came out? Um, it's you know hot, hot off the WordPresses. Um, you know how how did? I totally something? haven't seen that yet. Should no? we talk about that? We talk, sure. Let's talk about that next week. How did I miss that? What? Yeah, it came out. I was busy. I was bu I've been really busy. Oh yeah, 2016 looks dope. Corey, have you that tried would it? That would be an excellent option. So I've I've gone around nosing on it. I haven't necessarily installed it yet, but I was think, uh, looking at it, thinking that it looked pretty darn great. And I'm kind of gonna say, when it comes to uh, 2015, I wasn't super impressed with it. And and but I really like y'all's idea of helping a total new beginner not go over the deep end. So one of the things that we do here at, at Web Terry is we have weekend workshops where literally total brand new people can come in for two days and we teach them what WordPress is, we teach them how to install a theme, we teach them how to go out there and buy that $5 hosting a month or whatever it is they need. And when we try to walk them through that, the first mistake that we've had instructors make is, oh, I totally know this theme that you need over over on you know, Theme Forest or wherever and I'm going to go buy some huge theme for you and they get so turned around. So, so How is Aveda for them then? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> And that's oh, one of the ones, that's absolutely one of the ones that our team loves. They swear by it, but it's like every bell and whistle possible thrown in there, and somebody's no. like... They, they literally have, have three owner. sliders. Like, I just down, I just yeah. looked at it again the other day because I had a client that actually was, like, picked it out of their thing. They're like, what about this one? And it's like, let me tell you why not this one. Um, this is the joke of the thing. But um, it literally has three sliders in it. Like, it's not kidding. It's like, pick your yeah. slider. How is a newbie supposed to pick a slider? Like, how are they supposed to know the differences between anything at all? They're going to just choose Revolution Slider because it sounds What it sounds cool. like to me is that we're recommending that people figure out what their content is and then figure out what the absolute minimum that they need is and then evaluating a theme that they need from there. And that's actually, very, very Corey, Corey, I was going to ask you, so when people come into your class, do they yeah. come in with some sort of goal? Do they even know what they want to do? 
Very typically, no, they don't have one clue. So we spend about the first two hours of our class just brainstorming with them, helping them dream big. We'll go around and we, we literally help them wireframe out what they want on that home page because we've found time and time again that even if we skip ahead and we go out theme shopping and everybody's excited, even in the free scenario of theme shopping, they still run into, well, I don't know what I would put on the home page even. So just like say saying, go back and figure out kind of what sort of content you need at all. Um, and that will really, really help you steer toward whatever theme might be uh, necessary for you. And I'll help you make the choice of all yep. of the thousands of themes that are out there. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm curious about this. Are these people coming in wanting to build a website for their business or their catalog? We have a little bit of everything, to be honest with you. Uh, the way we've steered that class is don't come in expecting to build a 20-page website. Come in to expecting to build a very simple blog or a four- to five-page business website. That's it. You're not going to do an e-commerce site in 11 hours with us, especially those starting out completely from scratch, not even knowing how to spell WordPress, right? So uh, it's been an interesting <laughs> scenario. <laughs> Captain P. I know how to spell HTML. Nice. That's good for you. Good for you. Um, so, but beyond, so what we're talking about is actual just general right site preparedness and understanding the concept of your site. But if we're talking strictly about WordPress essentials, which is the name of this thing, so we can move into that land. Um, I think one of the first things I do, no matter what client it is, no matter if they're new, no matter if it's just that they need to put a backup plugin in. That is absolutely the most important thing because mm -hmm. if you are putting the effort in, especially if you're a newbie and you're putting in 11 hours of training that you've paid for and all this stuff, if you don't have a backup and then because you're a newbie you do something, you switch something out, you accidentally do something or something happens with your $5 host, um, you need to be sure that that content that you have been creating and striving for is safe. And so that is my basically one of the first things I do uh, with every client site. Back so it up. I, I, I think I think just I think backing up is 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 really in general what you're going for. Having a backup plugin may be too technical for a newbie. Um, well, I it can be. I just basically use Vault Press pretty much for everything because I'm going to install Jetpack anyway oh. for the most part because of all of the components that it has with it. So you're already getting your WordPress.com account. So I say get your WordPress.com account, install Jetpack, and install Vault Press, and pay okay. your fifty-five dollars a year for your light thing, and just you know do the whole set it and forget it thing like that infomercial. Then you okay. never have to think and, about it again. And I'm I'm suggesting as an alternative that you go with a host that does auto backups for you, so you don't even have to think about it. But most shared hosts, so if you're with a managed host, that's one thing. But most shared hosts, their backups aren't actually backing up the database. Mm -hmm. So they might be backing backing up the file structure, but they're not backing up the database, which is where all the data is. So the, oh, my so, God, you so know this, Steve. So I get it. And so the, to sum it up for our audience, the essential that you're talking about is, is make sure your Such database gets backed up. Yeah, yeah, and see, I think that's harder to do from the host panel than installing a plugin like VaultPress. I think that that's actually easier to do than to make sure that your host is backing up the correct stuff. Because even if you like call the GoDads um, and <laughs> ask them, <laughs> ask them directly, you're not necessarily always going to be getting the right answer. See two episodes ago. I think, I mean, let the record show. I had to call them this morning, and they fixed it. 
So nicely done. They're getting better. They are getting better slowly but surely. And let's all applaud them. And no, we don't get money for mentioning them. I think these are the conversations though that immediately have our students going cross-eyed, staring at me, going, "I still don't know what it is you're saying." They just get so turned around and. For those of us that do this daily, it's kind of easy for us to very quickly run off in our own mindset and know exactly what to do. And I've had the worst time having to rein myself back in and go, okay, what are the absolute essentials for a client I or for a student? I completely agree with you that you have to have a backup in place. But when they start going cross-eyed, I lean more towards Steve's take to just let your, a great hosting company tackle that for you and just know it's one of the things on your checkoff list that you need to be sure is in place. Yeah, I agree. So, your cat is worth the thirty dollars. We're kind of talking about newbies, <laughs> and we're talking about essentials, right? But um, and, and we're, we're we're there's a gray area here, right? Massage so when I heard essentials, one of, the things, one of the things that I think about when I think about essentials is, and it's often missed, is the screen options tab, right? Because the screen options tab will just sort of help you navigate around every WordPress dashboard, right? And one of the things that I get from newbies and and even advanced or even more advanced users is what happened to this meta box you know where did it go why did something disappear and just knowing where those little hidden things are inside of wordpress i think is essential so that's i like to tell when i tell my clients about the screen options i also tell them that they can change their profile uh, dashboard color um, which you might think is really uh, minute but you'd be really surprised how many people feel much better posting when their background's purple Absolutely. <laughs> Those, again, it's the core, little things. The core. The That's thing. right. Actually, one of the first things you should do is go into your uh, reading settings and make sure that that damn emoticons uh, toggle box is checked off so that you don't have emojis kind of showing up randomly on all your eights. Unless you yes, want to. If we're talking about settings essentials, one of the things that one of the first places you should go is permalinks, right? So you should Absolutely. be turning on those friendly permalinks because by default they're not on. Or are they? Did that change? No, that did not change. Okay. Unfortunately. So by default, by default, it's an unfriendly permalink, and so you it's, No, it's permalink. ugly. It's an ugly permalink. That's it's your pretty, whole question. Pretty permalink. Ugly permalink. <laughs> pretty and unfriendly. Those are not. But but kind of <laughs> along along with that, I feel like another essential, you know, that goes along with having like a, a site structure that makes sense to you, is uh, having a plugin in place to handle SEO. Okay, and which one do you recommend, Sarah? I really like Yoast's plugin. Even even when you do I get money for that one. No, just even when I didn't know anything about any of the stuff, I could go in there and figure out more or less how to configure that plugin to SEOify my site. To that end, however, that plugin. Everyone thinks that focus keyword, if you put your, like, when they're first starting, they think that if you put some magical word in the focus keyword field, that suddenly your page is now optimized for that term, which it is not. It is just letting that little digital uh, actual program understand what you're trying to look for. So it's I think. Counting that word everywhere. Yeah, I think that that. The, the Yoast SEO plugin requires, to, to use it without any training, requires a knowledge and an understanding about how SEO works and how targeting works, which I don't necessarily think everyone has off the bat. So well, although I, 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 do, I do agree with installing it because it makes the structure better just by being there, but I don't necessarily think that using it is super easy. But it is essential. Here's, here's my thing. 
I mean, for, like Yoast's plugin will lead you through those breadcrumbs. Like, hey, you have a focus keyword here, but it doesn't appear anywhere in your copy, and it's not in your title, and it's not in your URL. It'll tell you that, and it'll grade you red, yellow, green on how you're doing with that, which is very helpful. But at the same time, if you yes, we're 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 talking about this in the terms of the raw beginner. But if you are out there and you're making your own website and you don't know anything about this, there is a certain responsibility that you're taking upon yourself to learn. You hear that? You yeah. Hear that, guys? And, oh, and this is thing. not just so, easy stuff. You have to figure stuff out. So what I was saying is that when you go to you know when you go and use this plugin, it's not something that just like works out you know just by installing it and you're ready to go. But if you do end up buying the premium version of it, they actually have videos that are built in that will explain to you how to use that. So along those same lines, if if, if we're talking about essential plugins, then a caching plugin is essential, or some sort of caching strategy, mm -hmm. right? Because speed I, speed is critical. Yeah. I don't install my caching plugins first until the site itself is pretty much set up. Agreed. That is I, that's actually one of the kind of the last little finishing touches prior to launch that I in, have people install because that can be super. Con I do agree that it's essential, but I think it can be really confusing in the beginning because you're reloading your stuff, it's not showing up, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but we're talking more about essentials, right, and not necessarily newbie stuff. I don't so, know. We've crossed a lot of lines in this episode. <laughs> I know we, we we had talked about helping beginners set up their first website, so I wasn't sure how to frame the. Discussion. No, I, a caching plugin Jason, is essential. No, I think we're doing good. I, I, I think essential newbies. Let's, let's definitely we'll, we'll cover both sides of this. Why not? I think one of the things though that we probably need to remind the newbies about is don't go plug in overload. So as they start to install these things, just be a little cautious of the fact that each one can add on some some weight to your website and, and to cause some lag time for loading. So what, what I don't like doing is having a having a, a client go and tackle all these plugins. The next thing you know they're trying to run 40 plugins. Um, there's just no reason for that kind of stuff. So just be be aware of, of uh, don't overload your website with plugins. I mean sometimes you need to run 40 plugins, but I hear you. <laughs> but not all the no. same plugin that does all the same no. thing. No, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think ever you need to run forty plugins. No. I think if you're getting to no. forty plugins, you you've got you need to tackle your the technology issues some other way. I have like a lot of plugins on my main site, but that's just because it's like my experimental site. So I like have all the plugins. I'm just like let's play with all of these plugins. Yeah. It's a screenshot fun times. So, so students ask me how many. I try to keep them reined in. we got to think about the total newbies. I try to rein them in and tell them no more than a dozen. Let's stay on the 12 range, and that should be plenty. You don't need more than that, hopefully. I think one of the main essentials uh, you need is... Um, well, no, I don't know. Is it brain? It's a brain. Uh, what's <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say content, but, you know, not everyone's blogging, so it really depends on which, I mean, obviously content's the most important part, but uh, product photos are really important, and that's actually one of the reasons I, in general, photos are important, and one of the reasons I installed Jetpack right away is because of the options that it gives for galleries. But I think Jetpack would qualify to me as an essential plugin that you need to run uh, most websites off of. Yes, I know it's bloated. There's a lot going on in there. And it itself can be confusing, but the interface has gotten a lot better. And it just has a lot of really cool features that um, are very helpful. Like right, the, so the, mosaic, the mosaic gallery is just so I'll throw in another essential, and I think that's Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for shizzle. 
Do you use Ghost? Ghost. Yes, I use Ghost instead of WordPress. I think that's essential. Ghost. Use the Joomla plugin because I'm a (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Pay no attention to that. Just just move on. Again, another essential that Say needs is a brain. So what were you going to ask? The Yoast, she's asking about the Yoast, the Yoast Google Analytics plugin. That's an easy way to integrate Google Analytics, absolutely. Yeah, first you have to sign up for Google Analytics, which in itself is a fun times for the client. So a lot of these plugins actually have pre-steps. So really, the essentials is do from freaking homework first. That's what True. Yeah. And, together. And, all of, and all of these, you know, especially the Yoast ones, all of these have paid versions of it that provide all this extra stuff. If you're just starting out, obviously you don't need to have all the paid stuff, but they do all have paid versions of it. So be wary of that. What's that? Uh, is it Sidekick? Is Sidekick still uh-huh. has, Sidekick. A free, has a free version still? What? I don't know. They've changed yeah. their and plans a lot. If you get the uh, the managed WordPress hosting over in the GoDads, uh, you get Sidekick plugged in for free. So uh, yeah, that's the Sidekick happen. can be really helpful uh, to understand what you're doing, understand the context. Basically, it's like pop-up stuff that guides you through it. So if you are a noob and you're trying to learn, um, then that is uh, that is a, that can be essential. Also, help you learn. So one of the things that uh, a lot of our students ask is, do I need a child theme? So you guys want to walk through what that looks like? Do we do? Does everybody need a child theme? If you want, uh, if you want to make uh, right customizations on somebody else's theme, then I, yeah. I, but, I think no, you do not need a child theme. You might want a child theme, but let's. I think a different show. It would be a different oh, show okay, to discuss right. the difference. The difference between needs and wants. Well, the thing is, a, a lot of the reasons, especially developer kind of focused, more people want the child themes because they're doing more customized, you know, CSS hacks and that type of stuff. For the most part, if you're doing, a, and a lot of good themes these days actually come with child themes, which I think even in like ThemeForest and whatnot, which I think is great, um, especially because ThemeForest up, theme updates are really can be really complicated, yeah. and third-party theme updates in general can be really complicated. So um, there is a great uh, child theme creator plugin called mm-hmm. Orbeezius Child Theme Creator, um, although it didn't work the other day. I was using it on something, and it, like, combusted. We totally recommend it. <laughs> but I totally recommend it other than that one. I think that was an isolated incident. There may have been some server things. Go, Daddy! Um, but, uh, oh, no. That's a weird uh, cough. Yeah, that's really weird. I know, you like that. Stop right here in the go <laughs> <laughs> Oh, adenoids. These are my adenoids, uh, not my go-dads. Never mind. Okay. Um, so we typically tell them that um, the only time you really need a child theme is if you're making changes to the PHP files or the CSS, right? Um, so because they're, they're asking, well, what is a child theme? I, I, I've heard about it. It doesn't make sense to me. Do I need one? I haven't installed it. And they start to freak out. And, and to, to Steve's point, I don't think you necessarily need it. A lot of themes do have that custom CSS box, so if you want to do a couple of fun hacks and go way nerdy, you can get in that little box and make your little changes, and all those will stay in place. Uh, but I know that it's something that they really freak out about. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of plugins. If you look in the rep- in the repository, there's a bunch of plugins that will give you that box if you if you don't have it in the you know in the theme that you've installed. Allowing you to put in, you know, your own custom CSS and that sort of stuff. Well, and Jetpack has a custom CSS uh, little module as well, 
that if you uninstall Jetpack and reinstall disappears, so that's fun. Um, on that one. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> that's not going to stick around. I think another essential is uh, a bottle of Excedrin. Essential? Essential. Like an espresso? <laughs> not an existential. An essential is a bottle of Excedrin or plenty of alcohol. I was going to say, um, yeah, exactly. Actually, I was, patience. I was going to suggest patience. Patience is a great essential. Yeah. So deep breaths. Um, just having some patience, because how's that going for you, Steve? Things can be frustrating. <laughs> is that is that working out? Well, I think it's just I think it's important to understand that when you're when you're undertaking a project like this on your own, especially for the first time, that this is none of the stuff is easy. I mean, people talk about things like WordPress a lot, but that doesn't mean that it's totally easy or that it's totally 100% user friendly, um, or that. <laughs> Or, or, or that you know you always or, or that you shouldn't spend more than five bucks on your host just because there are hosts that are available for five bucks. So then I'm going to add another essential to this, and we've talked about this in the past couple of shows, and that's decent hosting. I think that is essential. I agree. It can really change change your structure, and also when you are having problems, having a host that will give you some assistance about WordPress, like someone like SiteGround, not paid to say that, um, you know, can actually give you a little bit of background information instead of just trying to sell you something else. Well, there's plenty of good managed I won't hosts. mention who that is. There's a, no, there's plenty of good managed hosts in our, in our community. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also Absolutely. some... Um, uh, uh, support availability that you can do. So if you don't want to have a managed host and you have your own host and all that separate, instead you can actually use someone like WP SiteCare, yep. or I think it's, it's ClickWP is the, the latest one I've been investigating that does um, kind of like on-call support, which I find super duper handy for a lot of clients who are DIY but still need a little bit of help. Um, I think that Googling for help can be really confusing, especially yeah. because WP Beginner, which I love and has great information, for some reason will just throw out code like it ain't no thing. It's like, oh, did you need to fix this? Oh, that's okay. Just paste this in your functions file. And it's like because it says, you know, WP Beginner on it, it's like everyone's like, well, I guess I should just do this. So I've actually had numerous startup DIY clients who are like coming back and they're like, well, it just told me to put this here. Um, and, uh, you know, so they're adding in code and doing this stuff without understanding why and just following these like, you know, oh, it's so easy code instructions that takes them down a road of confusion and Lostness. But if you are, if you actually are having code issues, uh, there is a WordPress segment of Stack Exchange that's actually really helpful, um, and and that can can help lead you down that path. I mean, I I think this type of thing about the essentials when you're dealing with like core essential WordPress, it's it's kind of supposed to run on its own. Like that's the point. It shouldn't be where not that you don't need plugins or whatnot, but that you shouldn't need all of these external kind of third party services to keep making yeah. it happen. And I think that's part of my um, kind of frustration with where WordPress is right now and I, that I, everything is being provided in a third party sense. I so it's becoming very kind of Facebooky in that way. I think the optimal words there though are supposed to, right? Every <laughs> every every hosting environment is different, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They all running different versions of PHP, MySQL, just their their Apache versions are different. They might be running Nginx. You never know. So everybody is a little bit different. And those nuances yeah. matter. Yeah. They do. I and you know, 
understanding your own setup and who your host is and what their capabilities are and what kind of support you get, whether or not the backup is backing up your database or just your files. Yeah. The, a kind of like basic literacy in your own site is something I think is really essential to making your WordPress go more smoothly, even if you're doing it DIY. I don't think you can necessarily just do this and run it completely on your own without some sort of third party, without understanding the basic kind of level of what's going on with your own setup. I think we would miss one big point, though, if we don't uh, mention the fact that most themes, especially premium paid themes, come with demo content and come with pretty darn good documentation. Mm. So that's something that we typically try to um, reference back to any of our students. We tell them, go in and open up that zipped file, look at it, go, go over to where the theme's author is, and go ask them for support, because there are options there as well. Corey, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you, but I would also say that not all documentation is created equally. Absolutely. And that's up to the developer. Absolutely. Not and you can actually is. judge, in my opinion, a plugin or a theme by its development docs yeah. or by its the, docs the, because. Were, sorry, there was before we run out of time. There's one other essential I wanted to mention, and that's security. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I just want to give a shout out to Security, who does a great job of that. And yep. I know we're running out of time, but you can go investigate that on your on your own. And there's other plugins that offer security. Uh, and that's when your when your cat blog really blows up big, you can start thinking about security. I like WordPress. Oh, oh, sorry, my my curated. Hey, don't steal my idea. My curated cat blog. It'll come out next week. I'm gonna have to set up security right away. Uh, that get posted once a year too. Oh. Did you just drop the mic? Oh boy. Alrighty. Well, um, we have a lot. Of, we we've talked about a lot of stuff. This is gonna be one of those uh, one of those shows where the With uh, shotgun the, episodes all over. Yeah. The, the the amount of content that's gonna be available will be on our website over at wprcore.com. You can go take a look at that. We'll have all those show notes on there with all the links and all the things that go to all the places. So. Go Suggest take a look topics at that. to us, people. Give us, give me and Steve something to banter about. <laughs> yeah, like we need we need something to spark yeah. other than our personal issues. <laughs> there are a lot of those. Yeah, yeah so, we could do that for days. Yeah, that could be a separate podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen say yeah, the personal say, say Steve therapy. <laughs> So I make sure that. you go over to our website, dayfewarrecore.com, click on the links there. If you want to hit subscribe, you can subscribe to us. If you don't want to yeah. watch us and you just want to listen to us, you can subscribe to us on the podcasts. All right, and you guys. won't see these faces. Exactly. See you all later. Bye-bye.